Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Rise of Entrepreneur. Today I have a very special guest with me, somebody that I have been watching as I've been growing in the entrepreneurial world, my friend, my mentor, David Meltzer. David, thank you so much for being here with us. No place I'd rather be. You and Jose are just amazing entrepreneurs and anything I can do to help aggregate the community, accelerate the success and compound exponentially that impact that you're having. I'm here to help however I can. Thank you so much. Uh, David, you have an amazing story that I want our audience to be able to kind of hear because I can relate to your story. I, I was born in a refugee camp. My family was escaping political differences, and I was born in a refugee camp that was 350 square foot room, and I constantly saw how hard my dad worked and how much he struggled. When you were five years old, you know, you had, you know, realization. You had something that came to you and said, you know, if I could be rich, I could solve all my mother's problems. Can you speak a little bit upon that? Yeah, so my dad left and I was with my single mom who provided us, as your parents did for you, so much love. But with that love came an enormous amount of struggle. And, you know, working two jobs, raising six kids, uh, sometimes without enough money for food or clothes. And when I was, uh, or she wasn't looking and, and she didn't know I was there, I would see her crying because of financial stress. You know, and wow. I... And you know, as a young boy, when you see your parents in pain, there's nothing, only your children in pain is more than seeing your parents in pain. And so I decided I knew that I could provide a solution to my mom's problems. And I was going to buy her a beautiful house and a beautiful car. And uh, she was going to live happily ever after in my five-year-old mind. Amazing, amazing. Now, at five years old, how do you become so aware? How do you connect the dots? Most five-year-olds, they want to play, they want to enjoy their day, they care about cartoons. But here you are at five years old, you have a different mind. How did you develop that? How did you tap into that? Well, I think there's two things that I was blessed with. One, just the genetic inheritance. I think, you know, a greater awareness genetically. And uh, through that, I also had an energetic entrepreneurial spirit. And I see yeah. it in a lot of young people and I see it in my kids, uh, just something that innately says, I must be what I can be. And that to me mm -hmm. is the entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, you, in order to be an entrepreneur, you must be what you can be. And that allows you to get over all the people laughing at you, scoffing at you, making fun of you, all the wow. days where you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel the long days where you've given everything that you have and there's nothing to show for it. That's what it takes in order to be successful. And I was blessed to be born with that genetic and energetic inheritance and then be able to put it into action. So I see a lot of people waste, you know, the gift that I was given by not putting into action. And so I became a student of what I did, what I said, what I thought, what I believed and what I feel. And here I mm. felt, and then, here I am 50 years later, uh, and I've burned through $100 million and rebuilt it again. Rags to riches, right. rags to riches. And I'm blessed to be here making a lot of money, helping a lot of people, and having a lot of fun. Wow, wow. David, you were extremely young, and you were extremely successful. You know, I remember, you know, reading about you where 
you had an opportunity where you were traveling, everything was paid, and you were very smart in terms of saving your money and building wealth for yourself, where you know you even had a story where you had lucky sucks, right? How superstitious are you and how much do you truly believe in luck? Why? Well, I used to believe in luck as a superstition. I used to believe, you know, I had lucky socks that I was just lucky to get to where I was. But in my journey, I've learned a mathematical equation of luck, which I was not aware of when I was young. I did wear the same socks every day because <laughs> I thought that's what made me rich. And I was afraid yeah. to wear something else. But over time, what I realized created abundance, wealth, happiness, and health in my life was what I paid attention to, what mm. I focused in on, and what I gave intention to, what I did in the trajectory of what I think I wanted, what I said in the trajectory of what I think I wanted, what I thought in the trajectory, what I believed in the trajectory, and what I felt in the trajectory of what I thought I wanted. Attention plus intention equals luck. It equals coincidence, consequence, karma, whatever you want to say. But I have a mathematical equation. I can help anyone become really lucky. Great karma, consequences, and coincidences because I can teach you how to have the right values, how to have the right daily practices, and the right execution model in order to effectuate attention on the right things plus the five levels of intention, which will e equal the luck that you want. Wow. Now, if I wanted to be able to become lucky, where do I start first? What's the first step I have to do? Well, the first mindset uh, thing that I want you to realize is from zero to one takes as much effort as one to 100. So I wow. want to give you things to get started. I want to give you the values. Uh, for me, it's gratitude to give me the perspective of finding light, love and lessons and everything forgiveness mm. for the mistakes that I've made and mistakes I will make and the mistakes that other people have made and that they will make. I also want three stages of accountability. One, I want to be responsible for everything that happens and I want to learn from it. Two, I want to know that I attracted everything to my life and what am I supposed to learn from it? And three, I want to participate in the perception of what has happened and learn from it as well. And then finally, the fourth thing that I would teach to start off is the ability to effectively communicate, not just with everyone else around me, but hmm. most importantly, to effectively communicate with that which inspires me, with the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing source that loves me more than my mom. So I live my life in faith, you can call it God, Jesus, Muhammad, Joseph Smith, Buddha. I don't care what you do, but you have to believe in something bigger than you, a unified, abundant, infinite system of thought that loves you, protects you, promotes you more than your mom would. Wow. Wow. David, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs that are young. And number one thing that I see, the reason why they fail is because the way they talk to themselves is the way they see themselves in the mirror because of the mistakes they make, because of you know the things that they have experienced. They hold themselves back, feeling guilty, feeling bad about who they are. How does somebody change their self-conception? How does somebody go and leave that person that they used to be behind to become somebody else that they see themselves being one day? 
I love this because one, stop listening to yourself. It's not talking to yourself. You have to start talking to yourself and giving meaning to your past aligned with where you want to be, not aligned with where you don't want to be or aligned with what you don't want or aligned with what other people think. You see, most people limit themselves by giving meaning to the mistakes, failures, and setbacks of the past, to the defining moments, to the inception points, even to the relative histories uh, that occur. I, you know, joke around, but I was up in France speaking at the World Summit, and I met a woman, and she literally was limiting herself because of the French-American War. She referred and said, well, what about the French-American War? We can't do that because of the French-American War. And I said, are you kidding me? That's the meaning that you're giving your past. See, there's only two fears for entrepreneurs. And I really love to teach entrepreneurs how to identify the two fears that exist. One is the fear of the past. And it usually materializes Mm -hmm. itself in regret and guilt. And then, of course, every entrepreneur has a fear of the future, which manifests or materializes itself as uh, worry or anxiety. And so if I can get entrepreneurs that look at and identify when they're in fear, in ego-based consciousness, and instead of trying to reconcile an emotion with logic, see, a lot of people Mm. look at intuition and they say, oh, I can out logic, reason, analyze my intuition, my emotion. No, you can't. But what you can do is identify it and then stop and remind, remember, and recollect with the unified, abundant, infinite system of thought, and then utilize that fear to propel, promote, and protect you in the right direction, the right trajectory, not into what you don't want, what's missing, or other people want for you. So the identification of the past and the meaning that we give it in the trajectory of what we want in the future is the best way to reconcile this intuition, these emotions with pragmatic practices. Wow, wow. Is one more deadly than the other one? Which fear is more deadly? No, they're both equal. Believe it or not, they both, remember, you're limited by both. And uh, some people allow one to have a greater impact. Some people will never get out of their own way because of their fear of the past, the mistakes, failures, setbacks. They're being punished all the time by the meaning that they give, the inflection points, defining moments, void shortages and obstacles of their past, or even historical relevances, or because they're victims, right? You could have easily said, well, you know, I'm a refugee. There's no way I could ever be a millionaire. I'm a refugee. There's no way I could ever be happy. I'm a refugee. Uh, blah, blah. I hear it all the time. And you may give more meaning to that and compared to other people that are born with everything. And their biggest fear is I'm going to lose. You know, I, why take the chance? I could lose everything I already have. You know, wow. oh, I could lose it all. And I've understood both because I grew up with nothing in the victim mentality, giving meaning to my past to limit my future. And then I was a multi-multi-millionaire, afraid of what I didn't want, which was to lose everything. And guess what I did? Lost everything. (laughs) And so that helped me to identify how to deal with 
the limitations that we put on ourselves. So instead of listening to myself, I started to talk to myself and tell myself every day, this is what I want in the trajectory of what I think I want. This is who I can help. This is who can help me in the trajectory of what I think I want. This is how I'm going to do it with productivity, accessibility, and gratitude in the trajectory of what I want. And now I know what's important to me today in that trajectory. So I'm going to prioritize my now. I'm going to do it wow. now and know what I do next instead of searching for more in a world of zero sum, just enough and not enough. I'm living in a world of more than enough and an omniscient, all powerful world that I am part and parcel of. I am happy, healthy, wealthy and worthy. I'm going to figure out today what I'm doing to interfere with it in the trajectory of my potential, my highest self, my best self. And that's how you live every day and allow the three characteristics of progress, the three characteristics of behavior to work in your favor. Allow your behavior to aggregate, to compound, give you exponentiality in your life and accelerate so you get there faster. Wow, wow. In the last 15, 20 minutes, I got more knowledge, more golden nuggets than I went to school for two years. I know our audience, our listeners are gonna love it. David, thank you so much for giving me your time today. I'm looking forward to doing more things with you. Looking forward to attending your seminars. If people wanted to find you, where do they go? Well, I wanna give your whole audience my book. So if they email me, I will sign a book send it to them, pay for the book and shipping for your community to help them get from zero to one so I can then help them get to one to 100. We got free Friday trainings. Every Friday, I got a group that meets on Monday and I have a wait list for one-on-one coaching, which I'd love to get you and Jose involved with. I can take your guys to the next level. Remember everyone, be more interested than interesting. Be kind to your future self and do good deeds. David, thank you so much. Really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you, brother. Love you, man. Take care, guys. Talk to you soon. Take care.